The Author Hangout, episode number 70. Set a smart goal, you're setting yourself up for success. You're setting yourself up to actually accomplish that goal. Welcome to the Author Hangout, where we interview best-selling authors and experts in the book publishing industry to reveal the tips and advice you need to succeed as an author in today's publishing landscape. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sean Manaher. Welcome to another episode of the Author Hangout, where authors like you learn how to sell more books through the lessons, experiences, and wisdom from their fellow authors. He's a podcasting heavyweight, an author who's inspiring thousands of business owners to launch, grow, and monetize their own podcasts through a variety of educational courses and resources, including his popular book, Podcast Launch, a step-by-step guide of how to launch your podcast. His own podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire, is an award-winning daily show that attracts more than 1 million unique listens per month and generates a six-figure monthly income. Please welcome a successful entrepreneur who has made it onto more top 10 lists than we can count, John Lee Dumas. John, thanks for joining me on The Author Hangout. Sean, it is always a pleasure to chat with you, brother, and I am prepared to ignite. Awesome. John, in, in preparing to ignite, we always like to hear the backstory about how you became an author. So share with us the steps that you took to publish that first book and what was uh, going on. It's an amazing story. I will preface it by that, Sean. <laughs> so when I launched EO Fire back in September of 2012, that's all it was. It was just a podcast. I did have a website yeah. where I threw up some show notes, but that's kind of what I had. And I said, you know, okay, a couple months later, it's January 2013. How can I continue to really expand my brand and get my voice out there, be found in other directories besides just iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Like, what can I do? And of course, Amazon was just staring at me smiling and saying, John, like, come to me. Like, I have a huge audience. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, do your thing. And, and of course, I did the keyword search. And, you know, to be honest with you, there just wasn't much in the way of books specifically on how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. And the couple yep. that were there were very outdated. So I said, It's a huge opportunity. I am not going to let another day pass. Sean, I sat down in one weekend, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I wrote the book Podcast Launch. Sunday night, I submitted it to the Kindle bookstore. And by Monday morning, I was a quote-unquote published author. And (laughs) that book, since that day, almost, it very quickly rose to be the number one ranked podcast within that week in all of IT, mm. uh, in all of Amazon. And it still is the number one ranked uh, book on podcasting in all of Amazon to this day, you know, well over two and a half years later with over 450 five-star reviews, many editions, by the way. I've continued to update, and, and I think I'm on the sixth edition now as I want to make sure the book stays completely up to date. And I've added mm. some great things as well, like an audio version, so I partnered with Audible. I joined up with Create Space so people can order physical copies of the book as well. So it is a real physical uh, book. It's a Kindle. It's also an Audible book, and it's been a huge and great brand recognition tool for EO Fire, and I average, Sean, 12 sales of podcast launch every single day. And you mentioned that you helped, you you got into CreateSpace. What was that like? So CreateSpace is really simple. You know, it was just 
on one of those things where our social media marketing world and specifically Mike Stelzner reached out a couple of years ago and said, hey, John, can you come and speak at our events? And by the way, we see that you have a book on Amazon. Um, we have a book signing event. After you're done with your talk, you know, bring a bunch of your books and you can you know, sell them if you want or give them away if you want at our little mm. book signing afterwards. Yeah. So I kind of scrambled around a little bit. I found CreateSpace and you know, they're they were bought by Amazon a number of years ago, and it was just seamless. I just had to sign up for an account and kind of make sure that I had their specifications for the book cover and everything within. And next thing I knew, I ordered a couple of test copies for, I think it's $2 each. So, mm-hmm. you know, not free, obviously, but not super expensive. And I ordered 200 books for, I think, $400. And I had them shipped directly to the hotel where Social Media Marketing World was holding their events. And yeah. they got the they got the books. They unpackaged them, and then after my talk, I signed you know all copies of people that wanted them, and I just gave them away for free. And I've been doing that ever since. So it's been a really great um, experience with CreateSpace. You know, it, thanks for sharing about CreateSpace and and backing up even a little bit further. You mentioned you wrote the book in a weekend, and yeah, and there are a lot of authors, a lot of writers who listen to that and they think, well, that's that's. That's garbage. <laughs> like that, that can't be a book worth listening or reading, uh, let alone purchasing. So, how do you? What do you say to people who take the long road? Like they're taking months. I mean, six months, a year, two years to write a book. Yeah, you know, I never wanted this to be the Great Gatsby, and I never thought it was going to be. You know, for me, I said, "Hey, there's a void out there. Like nobody's created a book about how to create, grow, and monetize a podcast. I want to be the, like the first mover here. I, I don't want to waste any time. Mm. I want to get my voice." You know, my, my message, my book cover out there into the universe. And guess what? I'll improve upon it later. So that first mm-hmm. weekend, you know, kicked up a pretty decent book, but no, not nothing special. But then I spent hours and hours, you know, in the following weeks and months improving and, and uploading newer and newer mm-hmm. editions, which is what's so amazing about Kindle is that, you know, with the simple press of a button, you can upload a, a new edition to your book to continue to improve it. So, what what it is now, which is a really solid um, book on podcasting, it wasn't what it started. You know, it's it's it was a skeleton yeah. to start, yeah. but it got the point across, and I just continued to improve and iterate as I went forward. So, you know, what I would say to people is, listen, if you're looking to use your book as I was, which was a marketing tool, and it, you want to get it out there because I it was the feedback that I got from people saying. John, this was mm. a, a good read, but I was really hoping you'd have this. And then I'd email yep. them back the next week and say, well, guess what? Now it does. Thanks to your um, request and recommendation, I've added that section in the book. So it continued to improve and iterate as I went forward, You know, right at the beginning. And I guess this is probably one reason why I can't give exact numbers about how many people have gone into podcasters paradise um, mm-hmm. through that because I actually only market free podcast course from this because I say, you know what, if I can get people into my free podcast course, that Uh funnel will take care of itself. So that's why I I love the book podcast launch because the 10 to 12 to 15 copies every single day that sells is to a very targeted audience that's driving people to my free podcast course, to podcast websites, and just what I have in general and at large. Fantastic. And John, why don't you kind of pick things up as to what's going on next? What What's something that you're working on, book that you're working on that you'd like to share with the audience? Well, one question that I got, Sean, and I think actually you've probably asked me this question before because you're always asking insightful questions, but it was, <laughs> John, like you've interviewed now over 1,200 inspiring and successful entrepreneurs. Like, What's the one thing 
that they all have in common. And, you know, first I kind of stayed away from that question because I'm like, well, there's no silver bullet. Like, you mm. know, it's, it's all about hard work and it is all about hard work and there is no silver bullet. But when I really kind of stepped back and, and thought, like, what's the one commonality that all my guests, you know, successful and inspiring entrepreneurs, what's the one commonality that they all possess? And it really hit me pretty hard one day. And this was early 2015. I said, man, all of my successful guests know how to set and accomplish goals, period. Mm. And Fire Nation, my listeners that are struggling, and again, many people in Fire Nation are not struggling and they're rocking yep. and rolling, but those that are struggling and they email me, you know, I can tell that their struggles are really being able to be traced back to the fact that they have no idea how to set and accomplish goals. So mm. I decided to set on 2015 and, and, and change that. So it's been a passion project for this entire year. Um, it could have honestly been something that I did, you know, back like I did back in 2013, where I just said, mm -hmm. I'm going to write this book in a weekend and put it on, on Amazon and let it go. But I knew this was going to be different because I wanted it to be a gorgeous physical journal. And so I mm. thought about the name for a while. I thought about the process within. And I spent a lot of time just really perfecting everything about it. And now I'm actually holding in my hands, as you and I are talking, Sean, the Freedom Journal. And this is a beautiful leather bound, and it's faux leather, by the way, because I love animals, gold <laughs> embossed, gold leafed. It's got a great golden tassel. I mean, it is just a beautiful to behold journal. It's 300 pages long. It's this thick, awesome, huge masterpiece mm. of a book. I mean, I sourced all the materials. Like It, it was a, just such a learning process and also just a passion project of mine. And now, you know, I'm, I'm like holding this in my hands. And this is exactly what it is. It's set mm. and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. And that's my passion project. You know, we're talking now here in November, um, January 4th, 2016 is the date that the Freedom Journal is going live. That's the date that I'm launching the Kickstarter campaign. And for 33 days, we are just going to be sharing the Freedom Journal with the world. Um, and one thing that's really cool about the campaign, Sean, is that we've actually partnered up with Pencils of Promise and proceeds from the, um, the Freedom Journal are going to be building schools in developing countries. So what I love about mm. this is that when somebody, you know, goes to thefreedomjournal.com and they, they, they join and they, you know, they, they pledge and they get a Freedom Journal, you know, not only is that Freedom Journal going to be awesome because they're going to be holding a gorgeous leather bound journal in their hands and they're going to accomplish their number one goal. But also, they're going to be helping those less fortunate and by giving them the gift of education. And that's what I'm so proud of, too. So this isn't just about me and EO Fire and our revenue numbers. This is about us doing something significant to the world. And that's why I'm so excited about it. And that's why I'm really fired up. And, and anybody that wants to learn anything about what we have going on can just visit thefreedomjournal.com. And we have all the details there. Fantastic. And this is actually airing right now, January 5th. So those that are listening in, you're getting day two. Uh, go to thefreedomjournal.com and check out what John's doing there. John, with the focus of goal setting, obviously somebody listening in, it's 2016. They have oh, so many days in front of them to accomplish what they want to do. What's one big tip in goal setting that you would just say, hey, guys, do this. It's really going to set you on fire. Well, at first, I love your turn of phrase there, set you on fire. <laughs> and number two, 
this is how the Freedom Journal starts, Sean, because this is where I saw people were doing things wrong. They're like, but John, I've been setting goals my whole life. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, tell me a goal that you set. And like they've said and I've been like, that's not a goal. Like, what are you talking about? And that's where mm-hmm. I sat down. And I didn't make up this acronym. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. so perfect that I've decided to use it within the Freedom Journal. And it's called Setting a Smart Goal. And so few people will do this, but when you do this right, and the Freedom Journal walks you step by step by step on how to set a smart goal, you're setting yourself up for success. You're setting yourself up to actually accomplish that goal. So now what's a smart goal? Well, the acronym SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Those are the five components that make up a SMART goal. If your goal hits every single one of those five components, you are on your way to success. You're on your way to accomplishing that goal in 100 days. Now, that's exactly what the Freedom Journal does. It teaches you step-by-step how to set that SMART goal. And after you've done that, then the 100 days begin. And we go through the Mm. sprints and the quarterly reviews and the daily check-ins and all this stuff. But, Sean, it all starts with a smart goal. Fantastic. John, thank you so much for that. Thefreedomjournal.com. Take a look at that, guys. Uh, and really support John and what he's doing through that, but also supporting Pencil for, Pencils of Promise with that is just an awesome thing, too. So thanks for sharing about thank that, you. John. And uh, with that, John, you know, obviously people who have known you, heard from you, and just gotten to know you, they, they know that you're a guy that has a lot of success around him, but they may be surprised that you may have struggled as an author. So can you share with us a story of where you have struggled and how you've overcome that? Sure. Well, you know, as an author, I really only have two reference points. And number one would be podcast launch, which, you know, over that weekend, I definitely hit my writer's block. But, you know, again, I was pushing through. I gave myself those two days at Parkinson's Law. Tasks will expand to the time allotted. And, you know, that was a big um, kind of struggle for me to overcome, but it allowed me to get to that end goal in those two days. And then my second experience as an author would be for the Freedom Journal, which is a unique kind of book. You know, it's not something you just sit down and like write a beginning, a middle, and an end. But this is a definitive guide to setting and accomplishing a goal. And so although mm-hmm. I had learned a lot, you know, I knew that I was going to rely on a lot of other people in the creation of this as well. And, you know, and, and I think this is really true for people that write like historical novels, historical fiction, especially historical nonfiction, and just other ones where you know, there's so much information out there that you really just want to find other experts and get their feedback and get their opinions. So... The Freedom Journal for me was me reaching out to key people in my journey, you know, specifically a number of my past guests of EO Fire and asking them specifically like what within like you setting goals worked. And this is how the Freedom Journal is currently structured. Like, can I get some of your feedback here? And this is the mm. problem that I found, Sean. I think a lot of authors will find this as well. When you reach out to people, they seem to always respond very positively and say, yes, like I'd love to help you. It sounds amazing. But then their life gets in the way. And now it becomes Mm. something where they thought they could probably accomplish quickly. Now it becomes a chore. And now it's me bugging them and them being like, Mm. oh, I'll get it done next week. And and now it just kind of, you know, threatens to sour a relationship that before that was a great relationship. And, 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 you know, and you don't want to turn that. And like, like what's that saying that they have where, you know, the best way to get rid of somebody you don't like is to, is to lend them money. 
you know, because mm-hmm. you'll never see them mm-hmm. again, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, like these are people that I didn't want to get rid of and I was asking them for yeah. advice and for help. And so it was tough. And so like that was one of the most challenging things that I found was finding a way to reach out to people who I really was trusting and, and valuing and needing their feedback and opinion and opinions on on a lot of different things and areas and not spoil the relationships when they just really weren't coming through. And so I, I had to reset my expectations in these areas and realize, number one, a lot of these requests are going to take a lot longer time. But then okay. number two, that, you know, I, I just had to realize that not everybody was going to come through on this and I had to have backups. Fantastic. John, thank you for sharing that struggle and what you did in order to overcome that and, and really understanding the, that longer time frame. That probably set your mindset at ease. Okay, it's not going to be instantaneous. Um, and not that you can't depend on folks, but, you know, just realistic people's lives get busy. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you're welcome. And with that, John, we want to dive in real quickly uh, with a a marketing tactic that you see that would help and has helped you to sell more books. And so we all, there's tons of marketing tactics that are out there uh, that somebody could use to market their book. But what's one tactic that you would say, this is one tactic that can sell books? Well, I think this is going to be unique to your show, and I'll be curious to see if it's not, and I'd love to get your feedback on this if you've had any experience with past guests or just any experience yourself with this is, you know, we went a very interesting route and that was Kickstarter. And the reason why we've gone this route and the reason why it's it's very interesting is that we're not actually raising money for a project. You know, we're not raising money so that I can then go ahead and get these books created. Like I've already spent over $140,000 of my own money getting these books printed, you know, stamped, mm. um, boxed up, shipped over to the States, excuse me, sitting in our warehouses right now, which are costing hundreds of dollars a month to store. Like I've already outlaid all the money. So I'm not using Kickstarter in the traditional sense of raising funds for a project that if it gets funded, you know, like then, you know, we'll go off and do this. But like, no, like I'm using Kickstarter as a marketing tool because it's mm. allowing me to to do a ton of rewards and layer in bonuses. So people don't just, you know, have the one opportunity to go to my page and buy a book. No, they can go and buy one, a pack of two, three, five, 10, 20, um, 100, 300, 500. Like there's all these different package types. I have other different reward levels. Like I'm selling 60 cop, uh, 60, um, at a certain level that if you buy at that level, and again, there's, it's limited to 60, um, if you buy at that level and you accomplish your goal in 100 days, I bring you on EO Fire and I talk about <laughs> you setting and accomplishing wow. that goal to my audience. Yeah. So I have a lot of cool different things like that, Sean. So it's allowed me to kind of layer in a lot of different marketing tactics and techniques. And there's spend a day with JLD in San Diego. And then there's a, you know, a group dinner with Kate and John and, you know, uh, like a, a Google Hangout coaching call with five people. So there's all these different reward levels that people can cash, can, can jump on you know, mm-hmm. as long as they're remaining, that's going to really allow me then to just get, you know, maybe 35 bucks from somebody to, who's buying the Freedom Journal to say, hey, like, I'm willing to spend a couple thousand bucks to yeah. get a little more quality JLD time. 
We haven't had anybody to that level. Content Warfare by Ryan Hanley, that was, uh, that was done through Publishizer, which is basically like, like what you're doing through Kickstarter, but not at that level. So I'd be interested to hear an update at some point as to how things go for you, but, uh, I'm sure it's going to be a real success for you. Matt. Well, and you know you'll get the full updates and full transparency from EO Fireland. And I will say that we are gunning for Eric Reese right now because he has the number one campaign on Kickstarter for books at $566,000. Go for it, man. <laughs> so, John, the last question that we have and a real quick one for you, this question we like to ask everyone that comes on, what are the three things that you would tell yourself to do to help you sell more books if you were starting all over again today? Number one, it would be to immediately create the audible, audible version of that. You know, go to ACX and just get in there, record it, preferably in your own voice. If you're really just not somebody that has the ability to record the audio version of your own book, um, then hire somebody to do that. But really get in there and, and have that as an opportunity as well. Um, I love the idea of having authors actually launch podcasts. And I've been really saying this for years now. And finally, somebody at a high level has done this, and Michael Port is the person where when he launched Steal the Show, he launched a podcast for the book, mm -hmm. Steal the Show. And every single episode, he took a, a lesson from the, from a chapter and expounded upon it and then drove people back to his book. And that's been a huge success, so much so that was only supposed to be a 20-episode podcast. He's continued to podcast and to do that podcast over and over again in like multiples per week because he's having so much fun and he's having so much success from it. So, you know, the second thing for sure would be to, to get into a podcast and to, and to make that, ha uh, to start a podcast and to make it happen that way. And the third thing I think is really important that a lot of people don't take advantage of is when you get into Amazon, the first 15% of every book is available to be read and to be sampled. You need to have a powerful gift, free giveaway that you're giving to people in that first 15%. So even people that don't decide to buy, they think they're being all sneaky and they're like, ooh, maybe they don't know <laughs> yeah. that I can see that first 15%. I'm going to grab this gift. Because, you know, I even kind of structure like, hey, thank you so much for, you know, purchasing the podcast launch, a free gift for you. You know, go to podcastlaunchgift.com. And like, they think they're being all sneaky, you know, by, by yeah. getting that free gift, but not buying the book, even though it's only like $1.99. Mm. And guess what? When they go to that page, I'm collecting their email address because if they want to get that gift, they got to enter the email address in so I can then email them the actual book uh, or the actual gift. Now, that allows me to continue to market to them down the road and have their contact information. So that's a really kind of ninja thing that I've enjoyed doing. John, fantastic advice and ideas of what you would do if you were starting all over again today. I think the the giveaway, the opt-in at the beginning of your book, end of your book is just a powerful way for people to build their email list and and then sell through to that. So really cool stuff. John, uh, things went quick. Uh, as we close things out here at the Author Hangout, why don't you share with people how they can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. So all the magic happens at EO fire.com and of course i'd love for you to check out the freedom journal campaign just visit thefreedomjournal.com thanks so much john really appreciate you being on the show ditto 
Thanks for listening to the Author Hangout. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher to get the new episodes delivered directly to your device. Watch the video from this episode and get the transcript at theauthorhangout.com. The Author Hangout is brought to you by bookmarketingtools.com. As an author, there is nothing like putting the finishing touches on your book and getting it ready to release to the world. Writing a book is no small accomplishment, and you're probably eager to start receiving some feedback in the form of reviews. So how do you go about getting reviews for your ebook? Well, Book Marketing Tools has a free guide to answer that question, which can be downloaded today at theauthorhangout.com slash review guide. And in this guide, we will talk about everything you need to do in order to get reviews through the pre and post publication of your ebook. And like our ultimate author checklist, we provide you a clear checklist of what you need to do to get more reviews. So if you need reviews for your book and are struggling to figure out how to get them, then go to the authorhangout.com slash review guide and download the guide getting reviews for your ebook today.